0: two, three, testing, man, I'll move it up some so it even sounds better, but uh, when you start reveling in your misfortunes, and that's what that is, really, uh, you get to the place where your mind starts going in circles, and then you say, oh, woe is me, woe is me, woe is me, Uh, and really, it's not a woe is you, Uh, it's a blessing, Uh, I was over talking to my mom, and she was complaining, because she had this hamburger they gave her, sirloin steak, sirloin steak burger, I mean, it's a nice burger, Uh, she's tired of, I'm tired of hamburgers, I'm like, I have a very hard time uh, being compassionate to anybody in America. Really, I really have a hard time. Uh, you go overseas in some places, and I, I said in Africa, uh, right now that burger—if that was in a trash can—it'd be maggots all over it. They'd knock the maggots off, eat the burger. I said, "What are you complaining about?" And she almost choked on what she was eating. Uh, she had to, she had to stop for a second, put the burger down, to chew up her food. I mean, she was really choking. And it's really we rebel in that thing, and we start looking at the bad things of in life, and we start letting that stuff get in on it, and overwhelms us, and, and we dwell on that side. I don't like dwelling on that side. I never did. I like I like uh, count your many blessings. Man, I got saved in 1980. As a matter of fact, I was born in a country called America. And I have an opportunity. People say, oh, well, no, only certain people have opportunities. No, I just about did away with all my opportunities by the time I was 22. And the Lord gave me one more shot at it. And I took that shot. And here I am today. I don't care what anybody says. If you want to do something where there's a will, there's a way. You can figure the thing out. If you don't figure it out, it's because you're not trying to figure it out. Well, my mom is sitting there whining. I said, look, I ain't playing with you. You want to go back to Kentucky? Good. Call somebody. Tell them to come pick you up. I said, you can go back there. Oh, you found another nursing home in Kentucky? Go. I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with it. I am not going to baby her or anybody else. If we don't learn how to walk in this world, if you don't learn how to get up out of bed and walk, you're going to be a failure. That's just the bottom line. There's nothing anybody can do with that. But if you get up and try, you know what you're going to do? You're going to find there's opportunities all over the place. Uh, Well, uh, I'm, I'm this. Hey, I'm a white guy. And you're talking about somebody who has less opportunities than anybody in the whole world is a white guy. Uh, if you're black, woman or male, female, if you're anything else other than a white guy, people, oh man. Hey, put make sure this gets on the internet. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you're anything else other than a white guy, you got opportunity. They say white guys are all the problem. Yeah, right. Not anymore. Yeah, I mean, you go through, you go through the prison. Well, the prison system's full of these certain groups of people, ethnic groups of people, and it's, it's improportable. So you want to just go out and lock white guys up and put them in just because they need to be locked white guys in jail? No, you, usually when you go to jail, you go to jail for something you did. They get caught. Oh, well, white guys don't get caught. Well, may, Are you saying they're smarter? Or What are you trying to say here? I mean, the jails are full of, of ethnic groups. Why are they full of ethnic groups that get caught Maybe you shouldn't get caught. Maybe, number one, you shouldn't do the crime. I was reading. They said on Facebook, everybody says Facebook is safe. And they'll, if you're nice and neat and clean, they kick you off. guy was sitting there robbing people on Facebook. And he would tell them, oh, i meet you someplace to go buy something. Then he'd rob them, which show a gun. Uh, and he's of a particular ethnic group. I was in school. And in school, you say, why are you telling them this?" I'll get to it in a minute. I was in school. If you were a white guy, you failed one test, they kicked you out. Two and a half years worth of school. They kick you out. Well, that's not necessarily true. I did fail one test one time. And the only reason they didn't kick me out is I was putting an additional eight hours a day in, seven to eight hours a day in on my own time. And they cut me one shot. They said, Ellie, you get out of here, man. You do it again. We're going to kick you out. Anybody else, I watched them. One test, you go in, you fail. If you were any other group other than a white male, they would start you stinking over. They would take you a week back. Run you through the class again. If you still failed the class, they'd start you at the beginning of the course again and run you through and run you through and run you through and run you through until you got through. Then you get them in the fleet and you try to tell them what this is and they break it. Trying to turn it on. I watched them do it. Snap switches off. I watched them break stuff. I mean, you're sitting there going, well, you're being awful mean, Mike. No, I'm not. I'm not being mean. I'm not even upset. I'm just telling you that you've got to, you make the, even in a crowd like that, they say there's no opportunity. There's opportunity all over the place. I can do whatever I want. The Lord and myself is a majority. I don't care about nobody else. What we worry about is what everybody else thinks and does and everything else. No, you can, you can tell somebody when they start pinpointing other people as their problem. I don't have any problems with other people. I've had people try to get rid of me for 43 years. (laughs) They haven't done it. I had a whole ship full of people try to get rid of me, and they they didn't do it. They made me feel bad a couple times, but they never got rid of me. I'm still here 43 years later. Actually, 65 years later, I'm still here. Genesis, what you're getting here is you're getting a guy named Jacob. Man, Jacob is is an unbelievable guy. Uh, He is a surplanter. My name is James. Uh, They say it's Jacob in Hebrew. (laughs) Uh, I believe it too uh, because I am a supplanter. I, I am I am a troublemaker. I'll get in trouble if I can get in trouble. Uh, I'm always out for the best deal and I tell people that and I tell you guys that. Uh, always watch me because I'm looking for a deal. I'm looking for the deal. Uh, and Jerry came up the other day and said, hey, do you want do you want to raise no? Because I know if I do and I'm, I'm saying that for re- if I do it's it's I would rather. Error to the low side of something than err to the high side. Uh, I'd rather err on God's side than the world's side. I mean, it's just, it's easier for me to do it that way. If, if I come up to a decision I have to make and I'm not sure, I'm going to err to God's side whether I understand it or not. I don't care. I know his side's always right. Uh, I don't have to worry about that. I know my side is usually tainted with my thoughts and my feelings. And that's Jacob. Jacob is just that way. But Jacob is always looking for an opportunity. One thing I like about Jacob, he never lets anything get in his way. He's a conniving devil, man. I don't want to call him a devil. He's the king of, he's the father of the patriarch of the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, and they're not the greatest in the whole wide world either when you look at them. And neither are you and me. So we're all in this thing together. For all have sinned and come short of glory of God. There's none good, no, not one. I mean, you can go through the whole thing. However, come kind of Jacob. Jacob is, is, man, I'm telling you what, the guy knows what he wants, And he's going to figure out a way to get it. There's a danger there. Sometimes we get into a place, I like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I sign everybody's Bible with that. I'll sign yours with it if you ask me to sign. That's the verse I'm going to use. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. Well, he just told you there's a difference between this and that. There's a difference. Most people don't understand that difference. They let this thing rule their lives using this. Now, here's the way it works. This thing can rule this, or this thing will rule that. It's it's whichever one you want. I can let this thing, and all of a sudden I'll start thinking, woe is me, woe is me. And then my heart starts getting all emotionally weird. And the next thing you know, I'm broken down and crying all over the place. Or I can say, well, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all my heart. Trust in the Lord. What did the Lord say? In all thy ways acknowledge him, trust Him Lord with all thy heart, lean not on an understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. That means I can't direct them. I never could, never will. Jeremiah says that. The heart is deceitful. So if I let this thing, which my brain, can, it, it's there for a purpose, but it needs to be guided and directed by this. And this right here can only be guided and directed by God. And if you let anybody else guide and direct that thing right there, you're getting ready for a failure. There's no way out of it. Uh, Why? Because in a matter of time, no matter how smart we think we are, in a matter of time, he's going to turn that thing in circles. I like Shimei. Shimei is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. David's coming out of, of Israel and Jerusalem and and Absalom, his son, which he should have spanked the snot out of Absalom and beat the snot out of him. And that may have corrected his problem in life, but he didn't. And he let Absalom grow up with his long flowy hair, skinny jeans, all that other stuff. uh, Tattoos everywhere, man, probably. Flowing, weighing, pulling his hair, man. What kind of guy would pull their hair anyways? But, I mean, he weighs his hair. Oh, look at my hair so much. Beth, Beth cut my hair one day. It's short anyways. And she cut it, and there's a little bit of hair on the ground. She weighed it. I'm like, what'd you do that for? She goes, I just want to see how much you weighed. And, and it didn't even register on the scale. It was so little. But, uh, but you sit there, and shimmy eyes. so David's leaving because he, he should have stood up and fought. David always fought. But it was his son. He let his emotions get in the way. Uh, and he didn't want to kill Absalom. Joab's got, in this case, I think Joab was right. Joab killed him. Killed him deader in a doornail. But, but it, he leaves town, and up on the mountainside, here comes this guy named Shimei, and he's cursing. He's a Saulite. He's cursing David and said, you're getting what you deserve. You're getting what you deserve. Some of David's men, mighty men, I mean, they were good men. They would have done anything for David. Said, hey, let's go up here and let us kill that guy, man. David said, no, leave him alone. Let him curse. Let him do whatever he wants. I, he said, the Lord, the Lord will... Maybe the Lord will listen to him curse and have mercy on me. And I said, I ain't going to mess with him. Just let him go. I mean, we already got enough problems. Let's go. Let's get across. David goes across the river, comes back. Shimei is one of the first ones that meets him apologizes. Yeah, yeah, I can see your point now. Uh, You know David's back in power and you got busted and you're not in the uh, the majority anymore. You're in a minority and you better do something because he's going to kill you. You already know what David's going to do, but David said, ah, today's not the day for that. It'll come. David's on his deathbed. Solomon comes in. He said, don't you forget Shimei. Don't you forget him for what he did to me. Don't you forget him. And the Lord, Shimei comes in. Solomon says, you make yourself a city, a a house in this town, and don't you leave this town. The day you leave this town, you're toast. And you know what he does? Three years go by. Three years. And all of a sudden, here comes a servant, and his servant leaves. He must have thought Solomon done forgot what he said. God didn't. And so his servant goes across the brook, goes over into the other place, and Shimei goes, gets him, and brings him back. Solomon calls him in and says, did I not tell you? And he said, take him out and kill him. And he said, killed him. You know what that tells me? God never forgets. And just because it don't happen today don't mean it ain't going to happen. And if it don't happen in this lifetime, it'll happen in the next one. And I don't care what you do. You're not going to beat God. You're not going to beat him. Uh, All of us are a mess. We're going to read about a guy here named Jacob. Jacob's a mess. He's a mess. Uh, You know, God don't care about that. You know what God does? He just renames him. He forgets about Jacob and he accepts Jacob like he is. He never gets rid of Jacob. Jacob, uh, let me, I want to cover a few things we did last week. Uh, in verse 23, it says, and the Lord said unto her, two nations are in that womb. So it's a prophecy. Uh, there's a, over by where I live, there's a church, seven day Adventist, no seven day Adventist. Yeah. Seven day Adventist. So they, they have church on Saturday or they have their service or worship service on Saturday, uh, Friday night. They, they worship, they believe the Sabbath Friday night to Saturday night. Uh, if you do not, I've been talking about Calvinism. If you do not take the Bible the way it's written, And understand who God is. The the key to this book is understanding who God is, who the Lord is. The Lord is something much more than any one of us are. And when we don't understand who exactly he is and how he operates, uh, this is not an I believe, I push an I believe button. If you're pushing an I believe button, I'm sorry to say you're a moron. There is no I believe button here. This is real stuff. This is live, real stuff. I mean, it's, it's not Memorex. It's live. God is live. The Holy Spirit's alive in my heart, always been alive in my heart. It's not I push a button and maybe it'll work or maybe it won't. No, if I push a button, it's supposed to work. If it don't, I'm going to make it work. And then when I put, make it work, I'm going to believe. That's called faith. I'm going to believe when I push that button that thing's going to work. I believe when I talk to God, he hears me. Okay, what most people do is they get suckered into all this other stuff because they do not know what they believe. Let me ask you a question. Do you know what you believe today? Jacob knew what he believed. Jacob wasn't completely sure what he believed, but he knew exactly what he believed. And when he was going, he was willing to put his life on the line to get that stuff. Uh, He was always cautious. His mommy said, hey, do this. He goes, man, I do this. Later on, you're going to get in another passage over here. The Lord, he said, man, he said, dad, my dad. Oh, He said, do you understand what will happen if he curses me? (laughs) I'm going to be cursed. Do you understand? Mom, moms are dangerous guys. They love you to death. They love you too much, as a matter of fact. Moms are dangerous. I wouldn't be here without a mom. Moms are dangerous. You got to love them. Husbands, you got to love your wives. The Bible tells you to love them. But they're dangerous. Why? Wow, they're compassionate. Every now and then you get a lady who's not. She's like, and, and those are the kind you don't want to mess with. Uh, but most moms, like Rebecca, but Rebecca knew. Rebecca believed God too. Rebecca doesn't lived her whole life. Uh, believe in God with Laban and she would do everything the Lord told her and now she's here the Lord has no trouble speaking to anyone she he talks to her the statement two nations in a womb" since this cannot be literal statement it is apparent that Esau represents one nation Jacob the other uh, Edom and Israel uh, the prophecy quoted in Romans nine twelve. which if you want to go to Romans 9 12, real quick let's just look at that and then I'm going to slide right on through I was, I was hoping I'd get through this today but I, I'm lying it ain't going to happen I can already see it ain't going to happen. Brother, I, I'm not I'm not in a big hurry to get through my Bible. I don't know about you. I just like my book, man. I got something today. I'm going to preach it Sunday morning. Uh, this morning I was going through something, and I was looking at it a, a different, little bit different way. And you see how the Lord deals with people, and, and brother, he just loves us. And he's always out to help us. 9-12. Uh, 9 It says right here, it says... Uh, Oh, go to 11. For the children being not yet born, they're in the womb, uh, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand not of works, but him that calleth. It was said to the, to, unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I loved and Esau have I hated. So the seven-day Adventist church over there will tell you that, oh, well, the, the Jews worshiped on Saturday and so should you. That's Bible. Now, if you don't understand that book, you sh- you'll be worshiping with them on Saturday and you think that's... And you will kill somebody because of that. I believe God and God said... Wait a second. What's the Bible say? Jesus didn't even acknowledge the Sabbath when he came up out of the ground. He rose on the first day of the week outside of the seventh day. If he was God, manifest in the flesh, and he was God now that he left, don't you think he would come up on the Sabbath? And And... And, and sit there and say, this is the day, this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be happy. This is the day right here that I want you to worship me on? No, he came up on the first day of the week. He's outside the box. Well, we don't, we don't like getting outside the box, man. Uh, Calvinists, here's Calvinists. You're elected. No, it's foreknowledge. See, you got to get to this thing where you understand foreknowledge. The Lord knows every single thing about us. He told, he told Jacob or uh, Abraham back there. He's talking to Michael and Gabriel. He said, shall we not tell Abraham? Uh, you know, we know what he's going to do. I know he's going to raise his kids. I already know what he's going to do. I know how Isaac's, Isaac wasn't even born yet. He goes, I already know what Isaac's going to do. And I know what Jacob's going to do. I know what Judah's going to do. And I know what Levi's going to do. I know what all of them's going to do. As a matter of fact, I know what Mike's going to do. You say, well, no, that, that is not Calvinistic. That's foreknowledge. My Lord has, he knows the end from the beginning. He's already told you that. So guess what? You ain't going to get away with nothing. Amen. He already knows everything you and I are going to do. And he still loves you. Now, you have, that's something you need to get a hold of. That will change your theology. That will change your life. The little thing from foreknowledge to election, and he uses the word election to screw you up. He allows that word to be in there to mess you up. Because if you want, if you want a delusion, guess what? He'll give you one. You ever wondered why people don't think like you think? Scripturally. (laughs) Not, Not in the world. But you ever wonder why people don't think biblically like you think? God's gave them a delusion. If you know what this book says and you do what this book says, you know what Jacob knew? He knew his mother said that you, your brother's gonna serve you. That's what's gonna happen. That's fact. That's what's going to happen. You know, Jacob and his mom did. They tried to figure, trust in the Lord with all their heart, lean on understanding, and all the ways in all the said They tried to figure the thing out without using and letting God do it. It could have been a totally different scenario if they would let God do it. But you know, God knew that they weren't going to do it. Before the foundation of the world, he knew they weren't going to do it. He did not make them do it, anything. That's Rebecca, Rebecca's will. Rebecca then gets her son, which is already on the edge of trying to figure a way to cheat him out of everything he's got. Uh, so there's two nations. The prophecy quoted in 9.12 is not given until after conception. I mentioned that last time. And this is important. John Calvin and other deluded souls. This is Dr. Urban's statement, but I agree with it 100%. Uh, souls have used the birth of Jacob and Esau to bolster the idea of election. Wrong. It's not. It's, it's unconditional election. It's not it. We looked at all those different things, the tulips. All all of these misguided souls failed to notice the word elect. According to election, might stand Romans nine eleven, following uh, follows. But Rebecca also had conceived verse ten. So the, they're in their womb. The Bible knows of no eternal election. There is nothing eternal elected. Nobody's elected to do anything. Jesus Christ was elected. That was it. Uh, but he was already in eternity. And, and this is man-made philosophy which is arrived by misreading Ephesians 1, 4, Titus 3, 9, uh, where election is not mentioned in either context. The Christian, get this down, God don't care one thing about us until we get saved. There's a misconception. He'll do everything to get us saved up to messing up or doing wrong. He will get stuff in our lives to get us saved and, and to show us and some, some people get upset about this. But he will let you die and go right to hell in a heartbeat. If that's what you want. Uh, just go to Noah's Ark. Everybody did just that. If that's, if that's what you want, he'll do just that. Uh, people say, oh, well, no. No, it's, we get our emotions involved where they should not be involved. This is black and white. This has nothing to do with emotions. Uh, I, like, I love David because David, he was an, not an emotional guy. He did get an emotion every now and then. He got in the flesh. But he made things based on what God said. Samuel made things based on what God said. Uh, Elijah made things based on what God said. Elisha, God said. Jeremiah, God said. Ezekiel, God said. That's what it is. God said it. And it doesn't matter what I think or how I feel. People said, oh, well, I think, no, what you're thinking is wrong. Okay, well, now he's telling me I'm wrong. You know what you've done? You've been raised in a society where somebody can't tell you you were wrong. World War II, not a single person, very few people would make it through boot camp in World War II. You have some Marine drill sergeant in your face screaming at you, yelling at you. I remember in boot camp, they used to make us Navy guys. I mean, I can see Army and Marine, but Navy guys? If you smarted off the instructor, you know what he did? He sent you to a mashing company, and they would make you carry an M16 everywhere you went. When you did push-ups, you did push-ups with an M16 in your hand, or an M14 or whatever it was. I mean, your knuckles, you came back, your knuckles were ground down. I mean, have you ever tried to do a push-up with something in your hand like that? You know what they were doing? They were going to break you. They were going to break you. You were going to get broken, or you were going to get kicked out. It's your choice. You want to leave? Fine, we'll get you out of here, dishonorable discharge. That's back when you got a dishonorable dis- discharge. I mean, you go, you got kicked out. Or you come back with your knuckles bleed, and you shut your mouth, and you got through boot camp. You know what? Most stuff in boot camp never applied to anything when we went out into the ocean. I couldn't believe it. And once you got into C school, A school, and all that stuff, none of it applied. None of this stuff. The Bible knows of no eternal election. So the Christian is unknown to God until he's saved. Boy, once you get saved, the whole thing changes. I am now a child of the king. I'm a child of God. I'm a saint. The whole thing changes. I'm a king. I'm a priest. All that stuff changes the moment I get saved. I got elected the moment I got saved. I got in Christ, predestined the day I got saved. Now I'm just like him, a child. And the word chosen, Luke Luke 10, 42, Acts 1, 24, 13, 17, 17, John 15, 16, Acts 22, 14 through 15, never refers to anyone being in Christ before Genesis 1, 1. There isn't a single person. Christ is only in Christ and that's it. Uh, if this were so, if, if people would believe this, uh, Calvinists, all the other churches would just fall apart. Uh, but, but the problem is, is we don't know our Bibles. I'm telling you, that's the problem. Uh, we don't read our Bibles, and we don't read it to look for something, and we don't read it, read it to grow, and we don't read. Uh, I was talking to someone this morning, I think everybody should, and I've been told that I am a, 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 a TBDI uh, goonie or whatever. No, I think you ought to go to Bible college, and you ought to get one year. There's a one-year course down there you can take. If you're out there in TV land, you can take that course too. If you can find a church that'll let you in, uh, that'll take back you up, but you can take that course. You know what that does? That puts you miles ahead of everybody else and you'll know what the Bible says about some certain things and how to make that decision the right way. So that as you go down the road, have you ever noticed when you read your Bible that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they all had a relationship with God and they knew what to do. So where's your relationship with God at? If you haven't figured this thing out yet, one of these days you're gonna die. And the moment you take your last breath, you're gonna to go to a place called heaven or to a place called hell. There is no purgatory. There is nothing in between. Uh, I've argued with Catholics this for my whole life. You're, you're insane, man. There's nothing in between. Nothing between my savior and me. I think that's how the song goes. Nothing between, there's nothing between me and him. And there's nothing between heaven and hell. It's either heaven or hell. I choose life. I don't choose death. You know what God says? Second death. You know what He calls this death? He calls this life. Uh, I like eternal life. There's eternal life. There's eternal death. Both of them, you're alive. Both of them, you're conscious. Both of them, you're in a place forever, and you'll never get out. Both of them uh, are not equal. One of them, you're going to be in misery forever. Uh, I was talking to Brother Jake, he said he's talking to somebody, and the guy said. You know, uh, I'm going to wait till I get to hell and party with my friends and play cards. And I'm like, no, I I, I said, Jake, you know, next time you talk to somebody like that, bring up Luke 16, 19. In hell, he lifts up his eyes, being in torment and flames all around him, burning up, burning up forever. I said, that's you don't see him playing cards there. There's no games. Anyways, I got to get going here. Uh, 24. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, Genesis 25, 24, behold, there were twins in a womb uh she already knew that and the first came out red all over like a hairy garment I talked about this last time and they called his name Esau Esau is born with a lot of red hair his name is Esau uh, can be traced uh to Hebrew roots which means a hairy one uh Esau is a man of the world he he is a he's a guy in the field who likes to hunt I talked this last time I don't hunt I don't care to hunt if I was hungry I'd go hunting I don't hunt. If you hunt, that's fine. I'm not going to. There's no no debate on argument here. It's just something I've never done. Don't care to do it. I ain't got time to do it. I went out in the field a couple times. I'll go to sleep. That's what I do. It's nice and quiet out there. I'll put my bow or gun, everything up against the tree, and that's what I'll do. Uh, I like sleeping. You say, aren't you afraid somebody eating you? No. Know if they take a good bite, I'm gone anyways. Absent from the body, present of the Lord. Don't have to care about it. Uh, if a bunch of coyotes give me, you ain't gonna last that long anyways. I said, so it doesn't really matter what. The only time I go out in the field with a gun and I'm aware is if I take somebody smaller than me. Uh, I take a gun. My dad said, why are you going out there with a gun? I said, if somebody comes, if a bear comes up or uh, something comes up, I'm going to shoot them. I said, it's that simple. But to hunt, I just really don't have a desire to hunt. But the typology here, uh, Nimrod was a hunter. When you start looking at hunters through your Bible, they're bloodthirsty people. And I ain't, but everybody has to eat. Abraham or Isaac favored Esau because of the venison he got in the field. But Rebecca could make a ram taste just like the venison. Then what's the problem here? You're, you're favoring the world. You got to stop and look at this thing and say, who am I favoring? That's why I say I always give God the benefit of the doubt. When I look at me, In my flesh dwelleth no good thing. I'm talking about me now. In my flesh dwelleth no good thing. That's me. I'm no good. I I accept that. I'm all all right with that. Well, if in my flesh dwelleth no good thing, I get saved and the only thing in me is the Holy Spirit and the Spirit brings my soul back to life and I become a new man. That's what the Bible says. And the old man, but the old man's still there. Now the battle is right here. And I got to make a decision, and I look at it. Love not the world, neither things in the world. If any man love the world, love the father's not in him. All that is in the world—lust the eyes, lust the flesh, the pride of life—that's the world. When I start looking at that stuff right there, man, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose this side, because I already know what this side's gonna do. I got on the Navy because of that. I sit there and watch the two, and I'm like, here's the whole world right here in front of me, and I could gain everything. I can go this way, the Lord done told me he's going that way, and I can go this way, I don't have a clue what this way has. Well, I'm sure glad I went that way. I've, I've got, I've got uh, 94, 2004, 2014, 28 years of following Jesus Christ. I've had a blast, man. It's been a great time. Esau's man of the world. Isaac, Isaac was a man of God. He was a patriarch. He could say things and they just happened. But yet he favored the world. Rebecca, the mom, favored Jacob. Uh, and it says, verse 26, and after this came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, stuck it right out the womb, grabbed him, and said, Slow down there, boy. Uh, and his name was called Jacob. Isaac was three score years old when uh, she bare them, 60 years old. So uh, Jacob is a heel catcher, and that it means a poacher, trespasser, or supplanter. That, uh, that you got to watch that thing, man. I mean, your name really means something in life. You don't think it does, but your character, your character. Is biblical. All you have to do is look at There's only so many character types in the world, and you fit one of those types. And even if you come out of that, you will battle that thing the rest of your life. Uh, and the closer you get to the Lord, the stronger it is, the easier it is to battle that thing. But if you don't have that book inside you, you cannot win. You cannot win. There's no way you're going to win. You go to uh, uh, Job chapter 41, that devil will tear you up. God's done said that. That's straight out of the Lord's mouth, the devil eat your lunch. You can't win. You cannot win. The only thing you can do is read this book and the Lord can give you some information and you can say, it is written, it is written, it is written. And sometimes that's all you can go on. It is written. I know the Bible says, run, <laughs> abstain from all appearances of evil. Anything that looks bad, get away from it if you can. I mean, if you're in a prison, obviously you can't. But you need to make sure that you're, you, you stand firm on what you believe because if you don't, man, you're just wishy-washy. You're like the sea. It comes up, and the waves come in and go out, and the waves come in and go out. And you don't think too much about that. I was up a great lake Illinois. I mentioned this before, but in the wintertime, it got so cold up there. It was 81 or 82 degrees below zero uh, the last time I was up there before I left in January. And you go out, and, and Waukegan's right on Lake Michigan. And you'd go out, and, and fall would come in, and it'd be all nice and pretty, and da-da-da. And winter would start coming in, and, and the water would come up. And, and you never really noticed it. It'd just come up, and it would leave a layer of ice, and you'd go back out. And it'd leave. You, in the middle of winter, you'd go up there, and there'd be a, a wall of ice around the, the shoreline that high where the water came in and froze another layer. One layer at a time, one layer at a time, and it'd build up, and it'd be that high, and then it'd be this high. And the waves will never even hit the shoreline anymore. They hit the ice and stop. And you say, what is that? That's just, that's time. In, in time, everything changes in time. Uh, but you can't, your flesh, man, you got to put this thing down. Jacob, Jacob never did get the thing down. It cost him through his whole life. Uh, Jacob is a type of the believer who walks by sight. Is that us? Is that you? I got to walk by sight. Not by faith, by sight. Jacob walked by sight. What he saw. Not what God said, what he saw. That's why he has all of his problems. Oh, I love Joseph more than I like. Joseph's a good guy. I don't have a problem with Joseph. But you know, the Lord knew he's gonna love Joseph more, and that's why he took Rebecca. Or, or Rachel. He took Rachel early, man. Rachel had two kids and Benjamin was second. You know, Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. Sometimes you gotta watch what your flesh gets yourself into. Jacob is the type of the believer who walks by sight, not by faith who never quite grasps Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. (laughs) He never does. Trust in the Lord. Jacob's like, hmm, I'm going to take these poplar rods, man. I'm still trying to figure out how he did that. Uh, I mean, he takes some rods, poplar rods, and he he cuts them a certain way so that if you look at a poplar tree, uh, it's green in the inside, and I used to make uh, stuff out of poplar. Uh, You can use poplar as a good dummy wood for cherry. If you're trying to build something out of cherry, uh, you, you want a filler wood the perfect filler wood for cherry is is poplar make all your drawers and everything So it's hard wood. So but when you stain it the stain soaks in there Just like it would cherry and it kind of looked the same very little difference, but poplar has green in it And white on the outside and and he would peel those rods So that the green would stick out and the white would stick out and he lay them before the, the cattle And they would ring straight and speckled and spotted and I'm like, how did he do that? There has to be some amount of witchcraft into that thing somewhere. Something supernatural is occurring right there. Somebody told him what to do, and he did it. I have no idea. It it just worked. And uh, maybe it scared the cow. I have no idea what it did. Uh, But it was the craziest thing in the world. He had power with men and God. He had power with both sides. They knew that he was a man of God. They knew. uh, Laban said uh, uh, he was getting ready to leave, and he goes, let me have my kids, and we're going to leave. And Laban says, hey, I know I'm being blessed by you. Joseph did the same thing. Potiphar knew his house was blessed by what Joseph was doing. Joseph gets thrown down into the, the pit, uh, down in the prison. And, and he knew that Joseph, he knew that Joseph was it, so the jailer puts him in charge of the prisons and walks away. He's looking for somebody who's going to do Joseph did the right thing. Uh, so they can see the hand of God. You know, God, you can see the hand of God on people's lives. And you can see the hand of God removed off of people's lives. They may not be able to see that, and they'll get offended when you say that. But if you're back this way, and you're, you're even trying to live like God, what you're going to do to live like the Lord, and you're, you're trying to get stuff out of your life, and try to live the right way. You can see stuff. Guess what? They're going to get mad at you. They're going to hang you just like they did Jesus Christ. They're going to cut your head off just like they did James. They're going to stone you just like they did Stephen. You get used to it, man. I mean, it's, it's, it, I don't, it's probably not a very good Sunday school class today, but hey... Jacob. Jacob has power with men, but he has very little power over his own sins. That guy has more problems in the flesh than anybody you can name. Uh, but you know what the Lord does? He go go, yeah, go to Genesis 47 real quick, a couple pages over. He's talking to Pharaoh. I don't ever want to get to the end of my life, and this is what I say at the end of my life. 47. Genesis 47. 479. You ever read your Bible? Crazy book. You know, it's written for you, by the way. These guys have already been gone for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And years. They've been gone. They're gone. So why is this thing here? It's for me. 47-9. 47, Just say 47-9? Yeah. Uh, go to seven. And Joseph brought in, put in context, in Jacob his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are 130 and seven. 130 years. Few and evil have the, days been, have the days of the years of my life been, and have not attained unto the days and the years of the life of my fathers in the day of his pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. So Jacob still had the power to bless, curse, do whatever he wanted to do. He just made a statement right there about his life. He goes, my life has been miserable my whole life, 130 years, miserable. I wouldn't want to live 130 years and be misery, in misery. I don't don't like that, man. You know what I found out? When you take God and put him dead center of your life, although you mess up, you can get into anybody's life, and if you want to look at pinholes in people's lives in their armor, I mean, dents in their armors, dings, holes, all that, you can find it all day long. If that's what you're looking for, you'll find it. Well, God seems not to look at that. I don't know what you're, you're thinking. Because you don't know the character of God, you miss the thing. God understands that I'm messed up. He understands that I need help. He understands my frame that's dust. He understands all that. As a matter of fact, he tells me that. And I read that thing, I get comfort out of that. Count your blessings name them one by one. Every page of the Bible. I like them all. I mean, I like it in there when he tells me, Mike, you're messed up. I can agree with him or disagree. I just choose to agree. Uh, You know what? If you disagree, guess what? You're wrong anyways. It doesn't really matter. So you might as well just agree and get it over with and move on. Uh, Jacob, (laughs) God's estimation of the boys is Jacob I loved and Esau I've hated. Jacob becomes the father of the patriarchs uh, more uh, though adverse circumstances than choice. Through adverse uh, circumstances. He cheated to get what he wanted. Uh, Esau sold what he had. Uh, it, was, it was a mix of things that should have never occurred, but they did. In uh, time, I think, I think it would have worked out. I think, I, I say this all the time, I think David, if he had waited, would have got Bathsheba as his wife. If he had waited. But he didn't wait. He, he, he jumped the gun, had to kill Uriah the Hittite. God got mad at him about that. But two boys come out of Bathsheba, and both of them are on either side of Jesus Christ. Mary, mother of Jesus Christ, is uh, from Nathan, and Solomon is Joseph's great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. So when you look at that thing, it's almost like God already knew down here how he was going to play the thing out, and it's going to work out this way, and David, you're going to do this. Well, David had several other wives. Why wasn't Abigail the wife? Why wasn't one of the other ladies the one? No, it, it was Bathsheba. I think Bathsheba was the one. Uh, However, David just messed up. And we do too. We mess up too. Uh, Jacob, uh, God refers to Jacob in the Trinitarian sense, statement, the God of of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. More than 20 times in the scriptures without ever saying the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. He, He includes that man into those three. He doesn't say the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Judah. No, he says Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it stops right there. Jacob's included. You know what God did? He accepted him as he was. I like that. It would seem that Jacob's new name, Genesis 32, 28, was only given for the purpose of doctrinal references. (laughs) The old man Jacob never did change that much. He never did. Guess what? Chances are we're not going to change that much either without that book. These guys didn't have the book, by the way. We got a book sitting in front of us that you can read. If you're not reading, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time with everything else. You read read Mad Magazine or whatever you want to read, you're you're wasting your time. You're just wasting it. This book will contain anything you need to know is in this book. If you can't find what you need to know in this book, you don't need to know it. You say, well, how to get a job. Had a young man in here going to get a job, and he asked me about it. I said, hey, brother, I mean you got to figure out what to do, and da-da-da-da-da, da 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 and we talked about it. He came up last week and said, hey, brother. I said, yeah. He goes, can we talk? He said, sure. He goes, I'm not taking that job. I said, why? He goes, you know, from the beginning, I knew I shouldn't have and took it anyways, but my flesh just wanted that job because of this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I wasn't mad at him at all. I said, brother, I told you that. you got to figure this thing out yourself somehow. Somehow you got to figure out what's right and wrong. And he goes, and then they told me I couldn't do this. And the moment they said I couldn't do this, he said, I'm done with you. And I said, yeah, brother, I see that you did. What you realized is there was going to be a price to pay. And and really, if you're willing to pay the price, go for it, man. I just don't want to pay the price. I'm sorry. I've already paid enough. I don't want to pay no more. I've got a a whole, if you see me, usually I will have a Anchor Baptist Church t-shirt on. I'll go into uh, Lowe's and I'll give him my credit card. Jerry really hates that, but I do it anyways. <laughs> Lowe's credit card. And, and she'll look up tax exemptions. Anchor Baptist Church, see, it got a t-shirt. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I got enough t-shirts that I don't have to worry about all the other t-shirts. I got Anchor Baptist Church t-shirts. That's what I'm wearing. Uh, some of them are a little too big now, but I'll have to get some more, but that's okay. I've still got Anchor Baptist Church t-shirts. It keeps me out of trouble. Uh, you, it, it just does, man. You know, you walk in. And, and you, you look down and say, man, I represent them rats, man. I got to be nice. Rats, man, rats. That's when wintertime is good because you put your coat on and nobody can see it. And that's even better. Uh, but Jacob gets a new name. Old man Jacob never changed much and the Lord accepts him. Just like Samson. You ever read of Samson? Samson is so cool, man. Samson is just a mess. <laughs> you can't get much more mess than Samson. You don't want to mess with Samson because he's pretty big. But uh, here comes the lady along. She messes with him and she beats him up. And he loses his eyeballs and loses everything else. And, and he's still talking to the Lord. He says, Lord, and everybody keeps saying he committed suicide. I just think he went into battle the last time, just like you rather hit tight. Uh, I, it's all how you look at it. It's all how you look at it. He gets up and say, he says, hey, kid, man, put me between the two pillars. He knew where the pillars were. He'd been in that temple enough. Put me up between those two main pillars. He says, Lord, give me what I need. Give me the strength back one more time. The Lord said, sure, no problem. And he pushes those pillars out. And he said he killed more Philistines in his death then uh, somebody gotta kill that bell over there. Oh, yeah, you know, them little kids grabbed that bell the other day, and they were running around the church with that bell. Jerry comes out of that room at he he stops counting money. I found out there's only one thing more important than him counting money, and that's that bell. <laughs> it's like total control. I got control. Uh, but Jacob, Jacob, Jacob gets his name changed, and the boys grew. Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, Jacob was a plain man, dwelling in tents. Plain is, is not, it's pure and upright, basically. Isaac loved Esau, and I mentioned that last time. Rebecca loved Jacob uh, because of what he did, and, and, uh, and Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came from the field and was faint. Uh, the nearest thing, it would be like chili. I mentioned that last time. Esau said to Jacob, and this is where it is. If you're going to sell what you have for a bowl of beans, then what you have isn't very uh, valuable to you. If you're willing to sell yourself to this world then, then this thing right here, and I'm done. I'll, I'll show up right here. This thing right here is not that valuable to you. You're really not looking at a future with him. You're not looking at a future with him. Because if you were looking at a future with him, you'd care about what you do and how you do it and who you do it with. If you don't care about who you do what you do with, then you don't care about him. I care about him. I, I had a brother call me. <laughs> he said, well, I can't tell somebody something. Because of this, 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 and this. He goes, so help me out here, brother. And I'm like, okay. They don't want to lie. If you don't want to lie, then you know what you do, you'll figure out a way not to lie. Your flesh, your flesh will wanna say stuff sometimes you shouldn't say, but you do it anyways. You know what you do? Somebody who wants to be like him, you may not, you may be like Samson, and you just won't be able to carry the gates off and stuff like that. But I mean, you may have the life like Samson, you may be like Jacob. Uh, There's all kinds of people, Ahab, you may, there's all kinds of people down there get their hearts right with God. But you got to stop sometime and say, hey, what do I want to do when my life is over? What do I want to be, you know, they they said Martin Luther King Jr. had, I think Martin Luther King had on it, Martin Luther King Jr. had on his epitaph, uh, free at last. Well, man, you look pretty free as far as I'm concerned all through your whole life. I mean, you're driven around by chauffeurs and Cadillacs and everything. You didn't look like you were ever in a slave condition to me. Uh, you're doing a whole lot better than me. Uh, but really, when I'm free at last, I'm like, wait a second. I've been free since the day I got saved. I'm free. I am free, 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 free. I'm free from sin. I'm free from guilt. Uh, I still have a problem. I know one thing, sin can never be attached to me again. My soul is, is clean my soul is clean, the spirit of my spirit is clean, the Holy Spirit's going to take me to heaven one day, I'll have to give an account of what I did in his flesh. But I will not have to give an account of sin for eternity. And some people will. Father, thank you for your blessings this morning. Thank you for Jacob, and uh, Lord, even thank you for the stories of Esau. Lord, I know that uh, Jacob had a, the heart to do something for you, Lord, and he just, I think in this case right here, he did it wrong. And Lord, his whole life uh, reflected